Blog Talk Radio. It's now time for Race Chat Live with Chris Creighton and Craig Moore. Race fans, how the hell are you? Another episode of Race Chat Live. This is Monday night, boy. Oh, boy, we've got us a good one planned for tonight. Uh, we're going to get into the playoffs for NASCAR. Of course, the uh, NASCAR Cup playoffs. be more specific. Uh, we've got uh, Craig Moore here. We've got Taz Taylor here as well. I believe Taz Taylor on the line with us, Tad. Well, maybe that's Craig. It is. I'll be John Brown. What are you doing, buddy? Well, you know, I'm just, I'm glad to hear that you're safe and sound down in uh, Louisiana. But yeah, it was a hell of a weekend at NASCAR, I'm telling you. And uh, as we all know, Kyle Larson is your season, uh, regular season ending Champion, which that was pretty much a uh, pretty much a given. Uh, I, I can't wait till the bottom of the hour and we talk about who we think is going to make it into the next round of playoffs. But without without going into details, I believe that we're probably all on the same page. No, I'm pretty sure we're close to the uh, close to the handle there, and I cannot wait uh, to discuss that as well. Look, if they make any changes. To the NASCAR Cup schedule for next year. Let this not be one of them. I mean, am I correct, Craig Moore? This is uh, this is. I think we found something for race number twenty-six. Uh, this was it had everything that we wanted all weekend long, and it had drama. It had uh, anticipation to the very end. Um, you know, this to be the wild card spot. That we were looking for the 16 spot, the last of the 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 last of my homies, right? All right. When we got to that one, and it was at Daytona, and it could have been anybody that won. You tell me, my friend, how it could have gotten any more excited? Oh, absolutely. Um, I mean, I, I got home in time from a or from a wedding at around oh about 10 10 30 when the race was wrapping up and I caught the last last overtime and that wreck was just horrendous. Uh, Nothing like bringing it down to the last lap and uh, the big one happening. uh, The big one happening at the very end of the race. A couple of questions for you and I want your thoughts on it. And I was perusing through through NASCAR.com a little while ago. 
And the question was brought up in our in a little roundtable discussion. Why doesn't Bubba get the help he needs from manufacturers when he's um, up towards the front? Now, I have some ideas on that, and I happen to agree with one of the panelists on the question. Uh, but I'm interested to see if, before I give you my thoughts, if you and I are on the same page, and you and I are at least in the same book. Um, and I don't know where Taz is at. I don't know if he's here yet right or not. Right here. All right, so... Yeah, we'll get, I want to get both of your thoughts on that question. Um, why doesn't public get the help that he needs? And um, did you guys like my little meme that I posted about uh, he's going to give Kurt advice, coming as the senior driver at 2023 20, uh, XL Racing? It definitely got some attention. Yeah, it did. But I will tell you the post that got the most attention before you guys answer me that. Last week, Miss Rebecca sent in a question about the flags, excuse me, about the flags. And um, Taz shared that graphic. That graphic got, was seen by over 8,000 people. It boosted our Facebook presence up over 1,000%. Um, I shared the numbers, I believe, it was yesterday on Race Chat Live because that's where or I shared it in our group because that's I get we all get the updates on the on the page numbers throughout the week. And when I seen that stat I was I was ecstatic. Uh pardon the pardon the pun. So great job, Taz, great question, Miss Rebecca. I would like to before we go any further uh give our condolences. Uh I'm sure I speak for everyone here on the 110 as well, uh, to Miss Rebecca's future son-in-law, Rob. Uh, his parents were killed in a motorcycle accident yesterday. So uh, our thoughts and prayers go out to uh, Miss Rebecca and their entire their entire family on the passing of Rob's parents. So I couldn't imagine. I know what it's like to lose one. I couldn't imagine losing two of them at, at the same time. So, <laughs> but getting back to, to my question, why don't you think, why don't you guys think that Bubba Wallace gets the help that he needs when he's up front? Getting, getting Bubba Wallace wired to the front? Yeah, when he's up front, why doesn't he seem to get any help from teammates or manufacturer mates? Oh, I'm not entirely sure. Um, I'm not understanding why he's not. That's a it's a hard topic to discuss. Um, not sure if they're questioning his driving ability or not fully sure. Chris, what about you, my friend? All right, well, Chris might be having some audio problems. He might be. Uh, um, can you guys hear my me? Thoughts on? Uh, yeah, we didn't hear the first part, but we can hear you now. Hey, Temple. So, um, uh, I, I don't 
I don't know if that's exactly the truth. Uh, the, the restrictor plate speedway tracks have been a bread and butter for for uh, Bubba Wallace. I, I believe he'd come away with a second place finish if Chris Busher got disqualified. This is uh, like a second place finish at the restrictor plate track. They're getting there. Maybe it's more of Bubba doesn't know how to close. And, and we've seen this with Chase Elliott. We've seen it with Ron Blaney. We've seen it with Joey Logano years ago. It comes a point in time. We've seen it with Kyle Larson this year. Okay? It comes a time where a driver's got to figure out how to close. He's got to figure out how to get the win. And it's a monkey on your back, man. When I mean, you, you, go, you think back to Ted Musgrave. Uh, that guy never got a cup win. I don't know if you guys are old enough to remember Ted Musgrave. Oh, I uh, he he raced the old family, the old family channel number sixteen race car, and that guy. I mean, he was on the same team as Mark Martin when Mark Martin was tearing it up. Uh, but all Ted Musgrave could ever muster was a second place finish, and he did it quite a few times. Uh, never never achieved a cup win, but he uh, definitely won several championships in the truck series. Um, so you know, it's it's really Bubba's not figured out how to be a closer. You know, we we when we think of closer, we think Kevin Harvick. You know, great, well, no, a great example. Shit this year. Well, I mean, you know, it's look. I don't know if it has anything to do with manufacturing support. All I know is that Toyota only has three, what four other cars. So that that's the fifth Toyota car, uh, because the rest of them, you know, if there's somebody out there working on Toyota, it's not because they're getting manufacturing support. We know that for sure. So um, I think the car. Brothers were there. <laughs> Did you even see them? The '96. I mean, what's up with that ride? It normally runs up front. But anyway, back to back to the point. Um, I don't know if it has anything to do with uh, other than Bubba. It's hard to blame that on on other drivers. Maybe not wanting to work with him, or um, you know, I don't see any backlash happening if they helped him win. We all know at Daytona, you've got to have help. Either you make the lead or you get pushed third. I mean, <laughs> that's how you win Daytona, right? Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I don't. And I don't know if it's necessarily they don't. Maybe, like you said, he hasn't figured out. He obviously hasn't figured out how to get it done. But do they not trust him? Do they not believe he has the ability? Um, I believe it was Corey LaJoy that said. He didn't seem to be able to get the line moving, and people were less likely to help him. It, it, it's too bad because, you know, obviously Michael Jordan and Benny Hamlin would love to have a win in that. And you believe here? You believe that uh, that that basically Bubba can't handle being under this kind of pressure. So basically, you're setting yourself up for a wreck if you. I mean, I, I, is that is that what you're saying with with Bubba Wallace? That, because I don't know if I actually believe that. That's what I'm saying. I don't believe that he. Uh, I don't believe that he can handle being up front. And when he gets up front, he doesn't know how to. He doesn't know how to deal with it. It was Corey LaJoy and um, that said that he just wasn't. He just wasn't moving. He just wasn't getting the line moving. And people weren't willing to wait. And then, of course, the big one happened. Well, and that put him from ninth, I believe, up to second. And it's not that Bubba was knocking on the door for the win. 
Um, but I think we were all like, damn, he, 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 he got a, he got a top five, you know? So that top five turned into a top, uh, a second finish, uh, because Chris Busher was disqualified. Uh, but, uh, yeah, that's, uh, something I would like to go back and probably watch the race and see, you know, what, how he reacted, uh, you know, unlike Danica, uh, the, the networks have kind of let Bubba go this year he, over the last, at least the last several months. I mean, I know they have uh, did a camera shot with Michael Jordan, but knowing Michael Jordan, he's pretty much told the media, look, don't treat me any, any way different uh, than you do uh, anybody else. As he said once before, Republicans buy sneakers too. So uh, he definitely understands how to deal with uh, the publicity and the public eye. And, um, you know, Bubba's a, uh, Bubba's doing great, to be honest with you. I think he's right where he needs to be. I think the team is right where they need to be. They're a well, fifth I think they expected car. too much out of themselves. Uh, well, yeah, two or three years if there's not some results here, then definitely. But, you know, we're we're taken away from the fact they just made the biggest signing of, of Michael Jordan's uh, existence in NASCAR. And they're bringing a cup champion to the to the reins here, man. You know, <laughs> I'd be damn if Bubba's gonna teach Kurt something. Kurt's gonna Kurt's gonna show Bubba what's up. And this could, this right, could yeah, man. I mean, this is the biggest news of the weekend, and the, the you know the biggest news by Michael Jordan's team at all is the fact that uh, Kurt Busch uh, is 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 gonna come here. Look. Kurt is winning with a team that was the the one team is not the one team that we that we've thought of through all these years. That was a brand new race team basically that was put together for Kurt Busch uh, when he come over to Chip Ganassi Racing. That was not the old Jamie McMurray team and all. Those, those, all those guys were let go. These were all basically misfits around the the, the league that Chip Ganassi put together. It's you know and, uh, we'll look back on it and say how they were able to win so fast and, you know, basically be the promising car there for Chip Ganassi, um, you know, it's amazing. Like, Kurt really, he, he did some amazing things there with McCall and the, the, the crew chief of, of the one team. And so, um, man, it's big. It's big, and it's going to help Bubba out tremendously. And I, I believe these two teammates will work well together. Uh, that's because Kurt Busch is a no-bullshit I'll say it right here, no bullshit type person. I don't want to hog yeah, the gonna... The news with uh, Kurt getting the 45 over that team, um, apparently Hamlin and Kyle Petty are not the best of friends because <laughs> when, they were trying to, when they were trying to get the second number down, uh, Hamlin and Michael Jordan wanted number 45, but they can't just put it out there because – Somebody else owns it, as the name mentioned earlier, Petty. So, so Hamlin was kind of hoping that things would work out between him and Kyle Petty of making sure it's okay for them to use the 45. And I guess they kept things professional, kept any, like, personal things out of it. And they got obviously they got the approval to use the 45 and, um, a lot of people are hoping that there are a lot of good Adam and Kyle Petty throwbacks for when the 45 hits the track, especially for Darlington. I think you'll see. 
I think you'll see that. I was just going to say, I think you'll see that at Darlington. Maybe New Hampshire. Yeah. Well, you know, I mean, this wasn't is a number that, New uh, Hampshire. Yes. Yeah. I mean, you know, this this is a number that that's uh, it's similar to the twenty-eight, similar to the three R when it was non-existent. Um, you know, it's it's uh, something behind. Now, you know, Adam Petty was in the forty-five, and Kenny Irwin Jr. was in the forty-two. The forty-two didn't stay retired for very long. For the rest of the year, I believe Joe Nemechek was the one that stepped into that ride, and it was uh, renumbered the O one machine. If my memory serves me correct, but uh, I think um, so. Yeah, so the 42 was only retired there for a short period of time uh, before Chip Ganassi put it back in into rotation. Uh, but the 45, the 28, those numbers been retired for quite a while. Uh, Adam, I mean, uh, Rich, shoot. Kyle Petty retired. Yes, probably close to 10 years ago. Has it been that long? Probably should have retired after his like second or third season, but yeah. I th- hey, uh, look, I think the only reason why Kyle Petty drove for as long as he did was because he was filling uh, uh, contract obligations that was given to uh, Adam Petty. Adam Petty was the future of Petty Enterprise. Petty Enterprise, like DEI to this day, would be a top-notch uh, uh, race team. If Adam Petty had not been killed, guys, Adam Petty was the real deal. Adam Petty, you go back, maybe maybe Taz is probably too young to know. But, uh, you know, Adam had tore up the circuits. Like, it, you know, he was the next big thing. He was as big as Dale Earnhardt Jr. was at the time. He really was. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, I mean, that we knew that there were two kids coming, and, and one of them was going to be great, you know. And uh, you know this, and, and then Matt Kenseth, you know, he he actually won more championships. And, and I'm not saying that you know Adam Petty wouldn't have won championships, but uh, yeah, definitely it changed uh, the way the organization uh, was run. And uh, you know, Kyle Petty literally just stuck it out to keep from getting sued or basically losing money in the operation. Um, and it was awesome that the sponsors allowed them to uh, allowed them to to keep going. Um, <laughs> what is it? What is it? What is it? <laughs> what are you talking about, Craig? Are you here? You didn't hear the dog barking in the background. <laughs> I thought I'd say something. All right. I wanted no. to. I wanted to put a little or something. No. <laughs> no. Oh Lord, have mercy. Oh damn dog. Okay, okay, damn dog. <laughs> Look, uh, a girl told me I was hot one time in the club, and I went and hit it on the table. Oh, huh? All right. So can you, got, can you figure out why? Point. Do you know? Nobody wants to know why. Why she thought you were hot, or you why you hit under the table? No, why I hit under the table? Because you know you, you, you I, didn't think you were hot, no, or maybe no, you no, thought no. you were thought you poli- was on fire. I thought the police were after me. 
my God. <laughs> All right. So, Too much the alcohol. funny part about, so we got Xfinity to also race too, and ding, 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 correct winner was me. Y'all had your bets in AJ Allmendinger, but he was up front. You guys picked great, but at the end of the day, I got the last lap. And just really freaking the next wide. Races, the next three races for Xfinity, and you follow with the Cup Series in Darlington, Richmond, Bristol. Their playoffs don't start until Las Vegas, where they go from 12 8 to 4. So when the Cup wow. Series starts their round of 12, is when the Xfinity starts their playoffs. And the Truck Series, I think, is, I think they're running this weekend. Uh, has their second race of the of their playoffs, their first round of the playoffs, and that's at Darlington. So, yeah, this this Sunday actually is the Truck Series uh, playoff race at Darlington. Yeah, it's, I'm just looking at the truck, truck Series. Is just starting, and Xfinity hasn't started. I'm just looking they, at the Truck Series page, and uh, Jack Wood is on. The cover of that kid looks like he's about 17 years old. I don't know if y'all can see that, but uh, he looks like he's about 17 years old. Um, I mean, I know he's got to be 18, but he don't look old enough to, uh, and I can't see how old he is. I can't see it in the article by just scanning it. Back to the Xfinity race, uh, three wide, look. Uh, if I'm not mistaken, Chris Rice had said or told somebody on the team, "Look, we're gonna we're we're gonna finish one two three, we're gonna run one two three all day, and whoever wins it wins it." If they didn't, I mean, that was something out of Dale Earnhardt book right there, guys. That was something from the 2001 Daytona 500. Okay, all right, you follow me here, okay? Because when it went to freaking one to go, and they went three freaking wide. And you know I don't want to use the word freak right now, because I mean, I mean, follow me here. Three wide, dude. Three wide. I thought it was gonna be a one-two-three finish at the finish line, and and, and I really thought Almondinger was gonna push to the win by Algar. I mean, that's what it looked like to me. And then and somehow this kid Justin Haley, he's got to be the luckiest. The boy, I don't know. He don't. He don't even look like he's all there. But somehow he keeps winning races. I think his races that he's won at Super Speedways, he's been there right place, right time, and that's what you got to do with these kind of tracks. I don't remember where his other win came from. Uh, y'all know this guy couldn't even finish on the lead lap in a, in a modified race when he was when he was growing up, right? Like this this kid is all money. He, his career has been based off of a written check by his papa. But when you look at his stats, you'd never believe that. The guy's got three wins in the Xfinity Series and a cup win. Yeah, the cup win, don't even get me started, but. Hey, hey, Joey Logano's very first win was something very similar, you know. We we, we cannot. Look, a win is a win. A win is a win. A win is a win. You cannot, you can't, I mean, you know, for real. Like if everybody's tires fell off at the end of the race, and and uh, because it was a part failure, 
and every Chevrolet's parts fell off, and it wasn't a race to the end by any. I mean, there would be somebody that says, "Well, back in 1987, all the Chevy wheels fell off, and uh, uh, that win he won, it just it shouldn't have been right. It, you know, they, they they didn't finish it. You know, I mean, what the hell? Uh, who cares? A win's a win. Is that a good Hank Hill impression? I hope so. I caught them boys whacking off in my tools here. <laughs> oh, that was a that was a good impression. <laughs> yeah, y'all know that's where Hank Hill come from, right? From uh, Beavis and Butthead. Yep. Okay. Taz, sometimes I wonder, you know, if your generation actually knows some of the stuff from our generation, but uh, the '90s were pretty popular. Well, it depends on who you talk to, who invested into the 90s, and who didn't. Right, right. right. Very good that you used. We'll stay up back on topic. Uh, now that you said that, I invested into the 90s. You have my mad respect. I know there was a reason why you were uh, so popular on this show. Um, okay. <laughs> so. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Uh, well, you know, next? I, I was trying to think of, I was trying to think, and then we're going to get to our, we're going to get to our roundtable in a couple of minutes. But Chris, I want to tell you who who Taz reminds me of, and if Miss Lee is listening, and I'm sure that she is. Our production. Not that anybody could ever take his place. <laughs> um, Taz, Taz kind of reminds me of stats. If you need some information, he gets it for you right right away, or soon thereafter. And uh, so, you know, they, they say that everybody comes into our lives for a reason, a season, or whatever it is. And uh, I truly believe that, you know, there was a reason that we picked, we, we asked Taz to come on full time, and that's because he's a wealth of He's a wealth of knowledge, and if he doesn't have it, he will find it. And if he doesn't, and if we don't, and if he doesn't, and if he doesn't find it, um, well, then he'll make it up. But you know, I'm a firm believer. He reminds me of stats. If we need it, if we need something, he gets it for us right away. I don't know what I don't know what you think. Oh man, but, uh, I don't know where we would be with this show if it wasn't for uh, for our. our... Our little devil over there, little Tasmanian devil. Um, he's uh, brought a whole nother structure to this uh, to this to this show, and 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 you know, it's it's him and it's people like Miss Rebecca that continuously look. Our we used to joke around, Craig. Oh, yeah, ten people are listening to our show. It literally got that bad. But here lately, man, I mean, thanks to some awesome fans that. Uh, Find some kind of humor or entertainment in our BS, and I, our show's kind of popular again. And, and I know that a lot of that has to do with Taz and, and the guests that we've had on and um, all the, uh, uh, you know, I mean, when you do it so many times, I guess you some days are good and some days are bad. Uh, but uh, we've been probably about as terrible as Stuart Haas racing at times. <laughs> <laughs> Dang. Wow. <laughs> Listen, 
Look, I had that written in my notes. I had that written in my notes, and I used the old play trick from the uh, from the announcing side where you have a word and you try to use that word somewhere. Well, this is a topic, <laughs> and I just used it there. How about that? That was pretty good, wasn't it? Yeah, buddy. You know, I just I, I sit back and I sit back and laugh sometimes at some of the stupid stuff we would come up with. Even last year when COVID nineteen was uh, was and, and we do a bunch of COVID nineteen stuff, and I'm thinking I would think to myself, man, are we ever going to get talking to racing? And then we, I'd have people message me and go, you know what? That that was a funny ass show and I don't know who's doing that impression but it's hilarious so you know but no this uh, show has definitely done leaps and bounds in, in the last year year and a half you know a lot of it is to our seriousness and, 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 and Kaz's edition and you know DJ not doing his show on Wednesday nights I mean Tuesday nights rather Tuesday or Wednesday so uh, thanks for that, CJ. I appreciate it. <laughs> well, it I is, think. Uh, uh, go ahead. But I think that uh, you know, I think CJ will be back in, in due time doing his show on a regular basis. Now that uh, now that the uh, wedding is out of the way, and uh, once he gets the store fully staffed, he'll be back. He'll be back on the radio with us in a podcast each and every week. But Thursday night. If you guys have not caught a Thursday night podcast, you guys really need to tune in. And uh, those guys are burning it up. So uh, oh, tune into the show Thursday night. Uh, same time, eight, I believe it's 8 o'clock, is it not, Chris? Eight o'clock, yeah, Eastern yeah. And, and it's a completely regional show, guys. I mean, it is. But if, if you even listen to a regional show, if you're not in the region, the fact of it is, is like this guy has like 15 different callers that calls into the show. They, get, they got about 10 minutes, and they give you a rundown, and they tell you what's coming on. And it's almost like, you know, they'll part swap, you know, on, on a, a Saturday morning. You know, it's like somebody calls in, like, every 10 minutes, and they're telling you, you know, look, we've got cool racing over here at Jackson Motor Speedway. And look, look, Capital City race cars, uh, go-kart racing and lawnmower racing. It's going to be at the Coliseum, man. And then somebody will call in from, like, Greenville, Mississippi, which is in the middle of a mud hole. And they're like, yeah, come up here to the Rumble and the Gumbo, you know. Uh, it's, it's, uh, it's completely amazing uh, that Artie has been able to tap into these different, uh, different racetracks. And, like, when you have four announcers from four different tracks on your show on the same night, man, there's a lot of, uh, there's a lot of testosterone there, man. And for for them to be able to communicate, because everybody knows I'm better than Craig and I'm better than Taz on the show. That's just the way it is. Like, I and 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 they're not going to sit there and suck their thumb because I think they're better than them. Because you know what they think? They think they're better than me. Honestly, we didn't be here. <laughs> exactly. Well, we're fixing to go. Here, I'm going to use a truly southern word here, Chris. We're fixing to go live on the Race Chat Live page here in a minute to talk about a roundtable discussion. How are you going to well, fix something that ain't broke? Well, i tell you what. This thing's about broken around here. <laughs> well, I'll tell you what. I'm still trying to figure out this new and improved line everybody keeps using. What's that if bus it's new, thing? how can it be improved? Oh. Uh, I thought you were talking about Think the word busting. 
No, I don't, no, I, no. Bussin was not a, a cool word when I was a kid. Uh, it's probably no, if something got busted, it was usually my ass. <laughs> <laughs> for sure, for sure. So we're losing time here. We're two minutes behind schedule. We've got a lot to cover. We're going to start with the 16. I don't know who's going to who's going to be the lead here, but I, I think uh, since all since we've given all that love to Taz, Taz is the one that needs to run down the 16, and then we'll each name we'll kind of figure where we find them in the playoffs and whether or not they're going to be around at the uh, round of 12. Uh, I believe that's going to be kind of how we do it. So you know, basically, your 16th driver is probably maybe more than likely, maybe not going to be around uh, for the uh, for the 12. There's definitely a couple of drivers in there that uh, you can pretty much say, hey, you know, they got there because of a win. Uh, but uh, it's going to be interesting. And uh, this is by no means, I, I want to I reiterate right now, like the top 12 is if from what I'm releasing on my end, that is not who I have picked. Uh, that that is who I have picked to be where they are at the end of round uh, of this first elimination. So that's where I expect these drivers to be. Time of the uh, round of when the round of twelve begins. All right. All right. How do I get on? So, uh, Taz, okay. I don't know if you. If you... We're gonna try things off uh, for those folks tuning in to our Facebook page on Race Channel Live. Welcome. Share the live stream because we're going to be live for the next what? 25, 30 minutes on here talking about the round of 16 Cup Series playoffs. We want to hear your thoughts, your opinions, what we give ours, who we think moves on, who doesn't. We have to narrow this list of 16 drivers here and bring it down to 12. Uh, after the round of 16 races are done, We'll come back and do it in a few weeks and do the same thing for the round of 12. Well, see what we got right, what we got wrong. Um, after the round of 16, races are... I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> That's so awesome. <laughs> you did good. But, <laughs> That's awesome, dude. We'll go from 16 to 12 in this one. Then the next time we come back live for our roundtable discussion on our Facebook page, we'll go from 12 to 8. Then we'll come back a few weeks after that and do eight to four, and then we'll do our championship four pick when that happens. So here we are. Our list goes as seated. Last I checked, NASCAR. So Kyle Larson, your regular season champion, sits on top. Then you got Truex, Ryan Blaney, Kyle Busch, Chief Elliott, Alex Bowman, Denny Hamlin, William Byron, Joey Logano, Brad Keselowski, Kurt Busch, Michael McDowell, Christopher Bell, Eric Amarola, Tyler Reddick, Kevin Harvick. These 16 drivers locked in by win or points, and only three of them locked in on points. That is Denny Hamlin, Kyler Reddick, and Kevin Harvick. Everyone else got in based on wins, regardless if it was one win or five wins. So now we got three races. First one is Darlington this weekend. Then we go to Richmond, and Bristol is going to be the cutoff for our night race. We're going to go down the line, top to bottom, and see who we think moves on and who doesn't. So, I think I will speak for the rest of the, rest of the crew here that Kyle Larson is definitely a lock for next round. Oh, God, yeah. 
Chris, do we agree? Kyle Larson, most definitely. All right. So Kyle Larson, moving on, is who we have. Martin Truex Jr. I know he's been hot on short tracks as of late, so I feel comfortable there. Darlington, he's hit or miss, but being Richmond and Bristol, and he's starting to get hot on short tracks after winning them, I feel confident moving him over. Oh, God. Oh, yeah. I think we're pretty much all going to agree on the, uh, on at least the top ten. Martin Truex Jr. is definitely uh, going to be in the top 12. That is the the sleeper pick right now for Joe Gibbs Racing. I have slumped on MTJ for 12 years, y'all. I am no longer in that category. I've become a fan of Martin Truex Jr. And you know what? Uh, when he proved to me that he could win without Cole Pern, that was what I needed to know if whether or not Martin Truex Jr. is the real thing. Call him Iceman. That, that, that dude's probably going to be in the Final Four, but we'll cross that bridge when we get there. Next up is Ryan Blaney. While he has been hot winning the last two races, um, I'll try working on see if I can get Chris and Craig Lauder here as I'm trying to bring up the phone closer to the mic. Um, Ryan Blaney, next on the list. He has some of his finishes for these three races, and some of them look a little shaky. Yes, he is currently hot, won the last two races. But my concern is that he have, will he have enough points, and can he do enough in these three to keep going? I think he'll just squeeze, and he'll move on. Chase? Elliot? Ryan Blaney. Yeah, Ryan Ryan Blaney. Is that yeah, who Ryan Blaney is what we're talking about. Oh, uh, we 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 jumped. We jumped here. Uh so Ryan Blaney, oh my gosh, like uh are we lighting fires at the right time? Um, I, I look at you in all seriousness. Not only uh is Chase Elliott not only is he uh, the best at Hendrick Motorsports, but now, now his best friend's probably better a better race car driver than he is. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I, got, <laughs> I got a lot of high expectations for Ryan Blaney now. I really do. Yeah, I so think Ryan talking- Blaney is going to be the leader over there. At, he's going to be the rock, oh. locker room leader. So, Chris, you're saying Ryan Blaney moves on? Oh, absolutely. For sure, for sure. Okay, we got Craig. I was asking Chris. <laughs> for sure, yes. Ryan Blaney uh, could find himself uh, very high in this uh, final round. Or, I mean, uh, round of 12. Sorry. All right. Next up is Kyle Bush. We know how he is at Bristol. I think Darling. I think he's strong at Darlington. Richmond, I think the worst I've ever seen him was finish mid-pack. So I'm confident Kyle Busch moves forward. Opinions from you guys. Kyle Busch. Busch, yeah, Uh, he's 
he's going he's going he's to the Cal most of them. He's Kyle Bush. I mean, he would really looking at the tracks here that we have to um, let's see. So it's Darlington. It's Darlington, Richmond, and Bristol. Okay, Darlington, Richmond, and Bristol. Oh gosh, yeah, two. Come on, man. I mean, he could. I hate to sound like Joe Biden here, but uh, come on, man. <laughs> he's one. He's 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 a dominator at two of those racetracks. So, wouldn't be surprised if he added a Southern 500 to his resume. Next up, Chase Elliott. He was. He's been strong in Darlington as of late. The Richmond and Bristol. I'll have to double check my stats here quick. I think he's all right at those two tracks. Yeah, he he sits around 12th at those two tracks. So I would, considering our 16 here, I would move him to the next round. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Be moving on, Craig. Oh, I agree. I think, and honestly, I think, uh, um, I think you're going to see all of your HMS cars into the top twelve, um, if not a little further. I don't, uh, you know, I don't see any of them faltering that bad that they're not going to make the next one. This guy's a big loser in my department, and what he did at Daytona makes me sick. His aggressive driving style cost him Matt Diamondetto a chance for a win. Uh, it was ridiculous. This is what Chase Elliott does, and I hope Revenge is, served, uh, is best served cold. And I hope Matty D gives him the punt in one of these races. Uh, um, so, yeah, definitely. I, I, I think the guy's a douchebag, and I don't like him. And- I'll, I'll never pull for him, but do I think he's a top twelve? Uh, for sure, for sure. I think I think he's in the top twelve, but uh, I don't want. Him. I don't. I think he's a poor classman, poor sport. I really, I, I, I hope Kurt Busch is more popular than Chase Elliott in, the, in that. Car. Unfortunately, that's just not the not the not the case here. But uh, I'll, I'll I'll make uh, enemies when I say that uh, I don't I don't like Chase Elliott. So he'll make the top. He'll make the round of 12, though. All right. So we have Chase Elliott moving forward. So we have filled five of the 12 so far. Oh, wow. Next on my list is the 48 of Alex Bowman. This is where I think I may have to start eliminating drivers here. And I think he could possibly be one to. And this is weird me saying this because this is Hendrick. And Hendrick's been really good this year. These three tracks we're heading to are not Bowman's favorite by any stretch of the means. Mm. But being that I'm eyeballing three drivers to be really eliminated, I'm not sure if I want to put him as that fourth driver to be eliminated. Your thoughts, concerns, what do you guys think? Greg? I'm going to honestly say that, and I just said this a little while ago when we were talking about Chase, I think that we're going to see, I think we're going to see all four of the Hendrick cars move over um, to the top 12. Now, whether or not they get out of the top 12 or not, and realize 
these next three, four tracks, three tracks, they don't have to be their favorites. They just have to be consistent. A win guarantees them into the next round, but if they're consistent and finish ahead of of the other drivers, <coughs> excuse me, it's going to move them. It, the, the other drivers in, that's behind them, it's going to move them to uh, up in points. Now, if we have a sleeper pick who comes in like a, uh, a Matty D who wins a race, it's going to jumble up the entire. It's going to jumble up the entire uh, top six, the Sweet Sixteen. But yes, I think Bowman is uh, is a definite lock for the next round. I've got Bowman going to the next round because he's got three races won this year, and those are going to be enough bonus points to keep him carried over. Whether or not he's going to be a threat in this championship, I, I, I can't answer that yet. It's really going to depend on how well he can run at these three racetracks, a Darlington, a Richmond, and a Bristol. Um, their short track package has not been uh, the best over there, so uh, we'll see how Alex is able to not fumble this. But I definitely have, as Craig said, you know, not, not to – get to Willie B so quick, but uh, I, ex- I expect Alex Bowman with wins uh, to be able to lock himself into the top 12. All right. So that rules half of our 12 drivers moving on. Next on my list is Denny Hamlin, who is a top driver all season long. No wins. Been knocking on the door the last few races. Even though Daytona did not, Daytona and Indy Road Course did not end in his favor to show. Yeah, more food. But he's been high enough and consistent the entire year. I know we're at the point where you essentially pretty much have to, you can't rely so much on your playoff points, but you have to get your wins in there. But I do believe Hamlin being as consistent as he is this year and the three tracks we're heading to, I have. Good confidence Hamlet will move on. And being at Darlington, a track he has won that before, and I think he has potential of doing that, I, I'm i confident that Denny Hamlin moves on. Yeah, I am too. I think that – I think that – I actually think that Denny will get a win. Um, <laughs> I, I agree with Miss Lee. She just said Hampshire will get a win. But what the heck, he needs a win, period. And I think that you're going to see a win out of him in the next three races. Well, De- oh, Denny Hamlin definitely has – oh, I'm sorry. I didn't know you were you were, you were were kind of zoning out there, Craig. No, go ahead, Craig. Oh, I mean, I you know, he's Mr. Richmond. Denny Hamlin, you know, uh, that's where you would expect him to get his win at for sure. Uh, this team could be in trouble. We, th- this, there's, there's a couple of teams here that I feel like could be in trouble. All right, and they're not. Their destiny is not definite. Denny uh, started out really strong. He seems to have found something here the last couple of races. But this, I mean, I'm not saying first round elimination. But I'm not saying that uh, uh, – I'm not guaranteeing, you know, that, I'm not saying I'd be surprised, okay? Uh, they've got to show Artie me something. Schick, 
Yeah, they get well. They do. They have to show. They have to show everybody something. Artie Chick, he was watching a uh, live feed. Um, be sure to share this out, folks. Artie says that Hamlin is out after this round. Artie, uh, Artie's making that call. Wow. Artie's making that call, and you know what? I think that if we, uh, if he is right, and we and and Hamlin is out after this round, since Artie went out on a limb. <laughs> I will buy him a Race Chat Live sticker, and we'll send it to him if he is correct. Um, All right. So we're in agreement of Hamlin moving on. Correct. Uh, yeah, except for Artie. All right. Except for Artie. So Hamlin moving on. This leads down to William Byron. I think he will squeak through. Christian Craig said that mm. he definitely moves forward. You used a very special word there, though. If he squeaker, if he gets through, it's going to be. It will probably be by the uh, skin of his teeth, but yeah, I believe he'll get through. Yeah, Willie B is one of these that I'm. I'm definitely. I'm on the hinge about. Um, we can see things go south real quick. Um, <laughs> If they don't, uh, if they don't bring their A game, this this team doesn't have but what what one win to fall back on. I think yeah, they're got, definitely going to have to pick up a win. Oh, oh no! But no, we've seen here. yeah, one win this year. Two. But we've seen one, two, three finishes quite quite often with the Hendrick uh, Motorsports teams. I'm not going to panic. But definitely, if he's going to be a contender, we're going to have to see a little uh, a championship contender. We're going to have to see a little bit more out of uh, Willie B. All right, so Willie B. Moving forward now, this is where things are going to get slicing and dicing because we have four spots remaining. We have one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight drivers left to go through. If you had to name one driver. Would not move on. Who would that be? And I'll start it off saying Michael McDowell. And I agree. Um, (laughs) I think Michael McDowell's got a. I think Michael McDowell's got a great character, great personality, but is just not there. I'm compared to the rest of these guys. Actually, a lot of them. Right? He's got capabilities to run up front, but the the equipment's not there, and I don't see him moving forward. There's no way to deny that. Uh, if the Roval was in this one, if, if the Talladega race was in this one, I think that we would have to, you know, quick catch our evaluation. Uh, but, you know, this is three tracks where you're going to have to bring something. You know, you're going to have to bring a little financial support, a little bit of manufacturing support. And that's something that, you know, that team has neither of. So, unfortunately, Michael McDowell will probably be the first one eliminated. Oh, I'm uh, – when he won won the season uh, beginning race, I said he'll be the first one out in the the chase. And I remember that. I mean, and – Pretty well, four guys. Michael McDowell. He might. He's just going to go on a. He probably go on a cruise when he gets 
when we get to the um, that part of the season because you might as well just take the rest of the year off. All right, so we have eliminated McDowell. Let's eliminate one more driver. Your guys, you, uh, we'll say, Chris and Craig. What do you guys? Who do you guys have targeting? Looking at not moving forward with McDowell. Kevin Harvick. Oh, whoa. Heartbreak oh, whoa, Alley. Whoa, what? <laughs> Heartbreak Alley. Golly, he's coming after my guy, Tass. Cut him off the radio. I can't even <laughs> sit here and listen to this. That was a shocker. No, because Ow. I actually put it in our comments in the in the live feed. I um I believe I put it in there anyway. Um <laughs> I just I don't know. The only thing consistent about him is that is that Bush beer is on his car, and if he doesn't get his head out of his ass, he's not going to make that round. He's not going to make the last round. He's got to get a win. I mean, he's sitting 16th right now. You know, a, a top 10 finish isn't going to help him out if the rest of the guys do good. I mean, I would be surprised if Michael McDowell makes it to the top 12 and Kevin Harvick doesn't. And that would really be an upset of all upsets. You know, that would wow. almost shock me like when a when well, a Vander Holyfield got his ears bit. You're saying Harvick. I can't believe you. Mm-hmm. Harvick, I mean, he's not saying Harvick is the 16th or the 15th eliminator, but what he's saying is he is on the cuff, and it's going to take a lot to get Kevin Harvick into the next round because he's so far behind. Is, 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 am I correct, Seth? Or yeah, correct? I mean he has to come up. He has to come up with a. He has to come up with a hail mary. And he needs some wins, you know, baby. Right. He needs a win. Well, I'm going let me read off. Let me read off some stats to see if you guys will swing your opinion because this is why I'm saying Harvick will move on. I don't see him not being eliminated in this round. I do see him being eliminated early, but not here. And here's my reasoning why. His average finish at Darlington is a 12.6, which is top half of the playoff field in -hmm. terms of average finishes at that track. Good job. Go to Richmond. His average finish is a 10.1. And he's only behind three drivers that have an average finish of a top ten, and that is Kyle Busch, Denny Hamlin, and shockingly, I'm going to say this, and this is why I'm going with a sleeper guy to move on, and I'll mention why later, Christopher Bell. And if you go to Bristol, Kevin Harvick is a top among all average finishes at Bristol for all the playoff drivers. Harvick has the third best average finish. So, you, when Craig said Kevin Harvick, it shocked me to say him be eliminated. I have, I think Kevin Harvick will make it through this round, mm-hmm. but I don't, I don't think he'll go very far. I think he will be eliminated early, but not here. Right. I have I good, I have good thinking. Harvick will move on. I agree, and and, and I will stay in the SHR camp for the first eliminated, but I wouldn't have picked Harvick. Um, 
I know Harvick has a long way to go, but but stats don't lie. And this guy, if if SHR can bring him anything, can drive partially good. Okay, Harvick's going to get a top ten out of it. All right. And uh, we don't see the four backing her into the wall too many times. So, you know, we, we probably don't have that to worry about. But Eric Amarola, this guy doesn't belong here. He doesn't. He, he's just as laughable as Michael McDowell. Um, yeah, and that's, that's – I couldn't agree more. Yeah, and, and you're agree. ballsy. You're ballsy because you're, you're bringing the obvious, Craig. You're bringing the obvious. And 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 that's a ballsy, that's a you know that that's I mean you know first of all it's a personal attack on my driver, but I know <laughs> but I know I this is business. You. It's not personal. It's business, and I appreciate you bringing that to the table, because because even though I'm a fan first, the fact of it is is you're not far from the truth, and that's what's important right here on Race Chat Live. All right. Yeah, so. I just- I want him to do well, but I just don't see it happening. I mean, you know, they say if a frog had wings, he wouldn't bump his ass. Well, if Harvick <laughs> had, if if Harvick had a half decent season in the first twenty six races, we wouldn't be talking about him being on the cusp of being, or I wouldn't be talking about him being on the cusp of being eliminated. Mm-hmm. We'd talk, be talking about him being a championship contender, right? Instead of a wannabe. And I don't think Kevin Harvick's ever had a season. Uh, this terrible. All right. See if we can eliminate this a little quickly here. Wow. We got Harvick moving on. Then we have McDowell eliminated. Next driver to eliminate, I say Eric Almarola, and then we'll figure out who we can put into here because we have three spots remaining. And we haven't gone through the the last two Penske guys. We haven't talked about the lone Chip Ganassi guy. We haven't talked about Christopher Bell. Well, I hinted at him. And we haven't talked about Tyler Reddick, who's kind of been a sleeper and quiet. Well, I, I said in my comments, um, I said in my comments that Double uh, A is going to get eliminated. Double A is going mm-hmm. bye-bye in this round, and I believe Chris did too. Oh yeah, oh yeah. We can agree on. Um, that. You know, I'm I'm just waiting on I'm just waiting on your your uh, compliance uh, compliance, compliance with it. <laughs> yeah, right. If so not, I'm not going to shop in Amsterdam, Do Walmart. You concur? No more. <laughs> so double so A eliminated. Michael McDowell eliminated. We have two mm-hmm. drivers out. We're down to the Penske mm-hmm. guys: Kurt Busch, Christopher Bell, Tyler Reddick to move on or be eliminated. I have I have good confidence in the two Penske guys moving forward and Logano and BK. Mm-mm. Right, and I believe BK is going to want to go out on top. Not going to happen. Penske, I don't know. I don't know how y'all know how y'all... Look, Penske does not give you an easy way out. They don't give you a goodbye out the door, okay? That's not how it works over at Penske. Uh, he is – Brad Keselowski is the odd man in the room. He he is – it's like it's like putting your two-week notice in. Can you guys hear me? Is this live? 
Can you guys hear? Yeah, no, I can hear you. Yeah, it's. Uh, I mean, it's like uh, it's like expecting to go in the boardroom after you put in your two week uh, notice. Nobody wants you in there. Brad Keselowski is no longer a member of Penske Racing. And this is this is this is a this is farewell, but it's not no tour. It's pretty much a kick ass out the door. All all, all resources right. will be on Blaney and Logano. Brad Keselowski, unfortunately, is uh, sitting duck. Greg, your thoughts, you boys, because I'm moving Logano over, and I'm about ready to put Brad Keselowski over. I agree. Y'all, y'all listen to me before you do this. I know it's a two-to-one vote, and you're going to win. But I'm telling you, look on the past history of Penske. I don't think he's going to let him get any further than the round of 12. I would... I would have to I have to put Brad with the Kevin Harvick page. I think he'll be eliminated early, but not here. And but I think if Brad can move on this after this round, watch him in round of twelve, and watch one of the tracks we're heading to, because one of the tracks in round of twelve is his track. I think Brad wow. can move on. I know I don't, Chris. I agree with you when you say Penske's not the greatest to look at when it comes to round of sixteen going into the next round. But I think Brad can do it. Brad can. Oh, I'm, can do it. Watch him in the round of twelve. Look, Logano and Blaney—they're going to contend for a championship. Brad Keselowski is going to be stuck in his thumb. So, y'all, y'all stick him in there, but he's not going to do he's not going to do much of anything. Um, oh, I said he's I'll not going to. I'll, I'll, I'll agree. I'll agree. I'll agree. He could probably take spot, but uh, you know, I know I'm pulling a pulling a, a mixed a mixed tape here because that's not exactly what I had. Uh, but when I left off Tyler Reck, I had completely had to refocus. And but uh, stick him in there. We'll see. Like it's a bold, right. it's a bold move, similar similar to uh, uh, to to Craig's Kevin Harvick being put out. Uh, I feel kind of similar oh. with Brett Keselowski, but but two to one, man. Y'all both believe that he'll be in the round of twelve. All right, so, so now we're down to three drivers. Three drivers, one spot: Kurt Busch, Christopher Bell, Tyler Reddick. I'm gonna Kurt Busch is out. And the reason why is because Christopher Bell does pretty well, catch the rhyme there, at short tracks. <laughs> Tyler Reddick. Yeah, hell, Christopher he, Bell. Tyler Reddick is a sleeper guy. He, he's one of those guys that isn't really talked about, but in performance-wise, he can do it. If he's putting on the right track. We've seen it at Homestead, Darlington, which is a more of a high side track. We know how Tyler Reddick is on those kinds of tracks. Bristol, if he can do it right and keep his nose clean, which, by all means, good luck. He could he could sneak it in, but I think Christopher Bell is going to be my sleeper to move on. Yeah, see, I don't I don't have Christopher Bell moving on. Um, no, I, I do because I said that I believe Reddick's going to be out. So, um, 
I think Bell moving on is a, is a good is a good pick. I don't think he's going to move on past the round of round of twelve. But then again, you know, I've been wrong before, and you know, I'm sure I'll be wrong again <laughs> at some point in time. I mean, it won't be anytime <laughs> soon because when when Harvick's eliminated in the in the first round, y'all are going to come go. Oh my God, Craig, we should have listened to you. Yep, I feel that way about Keselowski, too. <laughs> so I'll tell you what. I'll tell you what. Let's do this side bet on our point. Let's do this mm. side bet on hold our on, point. Hold on, hold on, hold on, because I got a driver for this last spot that neither one of you has even mentioned. All Why right. are y'all forgetting about Kurt Busch? No, I said he's moving on. He can't move on if Bell moves on because you only got enough room for... Oh, okay. oh that's right. My here. bad. Red Kesley. Yeah, we have one spot for three drivers. You added there, and it's only one other person. It can either be Bell, Bush, or Reddick. Yeah, my bad. My bad. Yeah, yeah. So Kurt Bush. No, please on Kurt Bush. I'm ruling. I'm going to rule Reddick out, but don't be surprised if he sneaks in. Yeah. Christopher Bell, his short short track background. I think I believe he'll sneak in. So I'm trying to think about Christopher Bell, but I'm going to lean more on Christopher Bell. I hate to say it, and I know Chris is riding the Kurt Busch train. Craig, he's down the middle. I think more down the middle than me. Yeah, I'm 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 undecided. Um, That's not I, what this show is about. I know. I almost want to be like our president, you know. I, I <laughs> Come <can't> on, man. <laughs> talk You're the tiebreaker. You're the tiebreaker. Oh, my God. Tiebreaker. Oh, Christ almighty. How can you Christ sleep up. on Kurt Busch? Three of these racetracks are racetracks where Kurt is good at. Darlington, he's a hell of a driver. Richmond, it's All a right, short Bush, track. On. Bush. Bristol, Bush. Bush, in a monster. <laughs> All right. And I want Kurt Bush it is. That's our round so of we twelve, and we'll. Uh... Wait a minute! Wait a minute! Wait a minute! So we eliminated Bell and Reddick. So we eliminated Bell, Reddick, Amarola, and McDowell. That's what we voted yeah. on. Yes. Wow, we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna <laughs> I I have, we're gonna eat the pie on this one. If I'm gonna say this right here, right now. No oh, god. If Christopher Bell moves on, don't you all dare go on here. I want you all on the next round table discussion to sit here and fully admit both of you were wrong, and I was right. Well, Look, here's what I, I want in the I'll, next round. I will do that. I will eat crow. I, I, do. I did that with Chris the one week in the regular season where he made a pick, and I thought he was wrong. Or he had, or he said something about a driver being that I thought he was completely wrong on, but I, and I'm sure Chris still has a recording of it. I called him out saying he was right. Well, I um, 
I don't know. We'll have to. We'll have to see when all this is said and done. Look, Christopher but, Bale could could win at Bristol, y'all. He's not good at Bristol. Bale is good at that's Bristol. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> but Miss Lee said something. Miss Lee said something that is um, is very apropos. What we're leaving out here is a first time winner. Whoa! <laughs> I know. I probably shouldn't. Use- I probably shouldn't use those big words around the southern boy. Come on, huh? come on, come on, come on, come on, come on, come on, man. <laughs> but right. we're leaving out the possibility of a first-time winner, another first-time winner this year. Yeah, totally right. So if that's the case, that'll really screw everything up for everybody. Tyler Reddick is the you real know? deal, y'all. He is the next Kyle Larson in underfunded equipment. If if Reddick can finish out his deal at RCR, and if RCR doesn't get their <clears throat> together, which I don't believe they ever will because they're the second Chevrolet company, uh, you know, everybody knows Hendrick's got it, got the rule on all that. But uh, Reddick is the real deal, y'all. Reddick is the real deal. Yeah, I agree but, with you, but if I had to pick Reddick versus Kurt Busch, and I'm going to say why I'm picking this guy, in a minute here to move on. If we take out, if Bell's out of the question, I would pick Kurt Busch, and here's the reason why. Tyler Reddick has a whole career ahead of him. He's in his second year of Cup Series, full-time racing. Mm-hmm. He's got strong potential. Kurt Busch, he's towards the end of his career, but hold on. Wait. Hold on. While he has a locked-in ride, at 2311, he's got something to drive for and race for, and that's for Chip Ganassi because Ganassi's no longer in the cups, is no longer in NASCAR after this year. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So Kurt Busch wants to wants to push for motivation. He's going to do it for Ganassi. Well, I agree. I hope y'all enjoyed. The Facebook Live Cup Series Playoff Round Table, Round of 16. We will be back in a few weeks for Round of 12. This is who we have. We have Kyle Larson, Martin Trix Jr., Ryan Blaney, Kyle Bush, Chase Elliott, Alex Bowman, Denny Hamlin, William Byron, Joey Logano, Brad Keselowski, Kurt Busch, and Kevin Harvick. Moving on. We'll be back after Bristol. The show after Bristol to do the same thing. And go from 12 to 8. See what we have wrong, what we have right. And we'll do it. It was nice chatting with all of you guys that came onto the Facebook Live yeah. feed. Yes. The next, the next round table, and, I want to throw this out there. Guys, before we, before we cut this live, uh, Artie is still listening. Listeners, I want to invite Artie on to the next uh, round table. He's been very, cool. very vocal during this uh during this roundtable discussion. And I'd like to invite Artie on to join us on the next roundtable discussion on the air just to get his thoughts, if mm-hmm. y'all are cool with that. Oh, yeah, cool. Sounds good. You know. Hey, that's fine with me. Artie, Artie, you're on next round. Yeah, so, and remember, these are, these are guys that we voted for. Like, we're all in cahoots with... They're what we have picked here. We all have different opinions of who's going to be eliminated. 
But as a whole, this is the strategy that we've come up with, the best played strategy. So this is, this is three minds, three computers that have worked together to come out with one strategy, one top 12. I know that I have a different view. I know uh, Greg Moore, Ted Taylor, that I could see an elimination by Denny Hamlin. I could see an elimination of Kevin Harvick. I could see an elimination of Alex Bowman. I could see an elimination of uh, Brad Keselowski. I could see I could see Tyler Reddick. I could see Christopher Bell. I could see these other guys making it in. But as a whole, as a group, we we power trained this guy. This is this is and and we are probably closer to what the actual final twelve is than any because we used three magnificent brains to come up with this conclusion. Well said, Chris. Well said. So, again, we'll be back in a few weeks on Race Chat Live Facebook page for another roundtable discussion when the round of 12 happens. We'll move on, and that'll be that. So, appreciate everyone coming on to the Facebook Live uh, little video. And if you haven't clicked on the link in our page somewhere to listen to the show, I suggest you do so now because we have a little less than an hour left to go. So thank you for the for the feed, and we'll see you next time, folks. Bye. Are we supposed to hang up now? Is the show over? No, the show's <laughs> not over. <laughs> nice try. Bye, y'all. Nice try. Have a good weekend. <laughs> All right. So we are Yay. off. We're off Facebook. And we're back to the normal programming show. Dad, I never realized how white you were. But I guess that's... (laughs) (laughs) Wow. (laughs) We're a little darker down here in the south. Wow. I have no comment. (laughs) Well, Craig's a little red. Hell, you're just white. <laughs> oh, crap. All right, let's get back on subject. What we got? Oh, my God. Right. So, Great. it's our second hour. Uh, we're, this is normally our... This is our uh, local racing segment, actually, believe it or not, of the show. And... Chris, I don't know if anything much happened down there for you guys. I know you We're done, man. Yeah. Anything, anything, any tracks run that tried or? Um, that would be Artie's ship. Uh, my ship has not sailed. Uh, we won't sail again until October. Uh, the rest of those tracks we leave to Artie in the Southern Dirt Track. So if you haven't uh, watched the Southern Dirt Track report or listened to the Southern Dirt Track report on Thursday night, guys, make sure that y'all tune in. That's where all this kind of information uh, can be found. Uh, I believe Hattiesburg Speedway will try to run the Curtis Burns Memorial uh, this weekend. I believe that uh, that is uh, a big race I can advertise for. But, uh, nope, uh, Mike Palestini won the uh, won the Mississippi State Championship Challenge Series. Super late models. He won that race. So, uh, yeah, congratulations to uh, – Mike Valentini. 
Yeah, we don't have a whole lot of racing going on up here in... Uh, we're starting to wind down a bit. Yeah, we're starting to wind down. We've got the, we've got the big uh, Montgomery County fiasco known as the fair coming up the first through the second, and that takes place at the Fonda Speedway. And then uh, I think we're off for another two weeks after that at Fonda. And then we come back for the, uh, what is it now, the Mohawk 200 or is Mohawk 400? Fonda 200. Fonda 200. I knew it was something 200. And then uh, Glenridge is still going on, obviously, which is which is good because that will increase the car count up to Glenridge. I'm actually thinking about going this Sunday up to Glenridge, Taz, so I don't know if you're working, but uh, if you're not working, let's figure out a plan. Of course I'm working. Of course. Wait a minute. Oh, you work at Walmart. You don't work. So, oh, uh, no. No, 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 no. <laughs> I know. Taz, Taz is a hard Satan. worker. He works yeah. for Satan himself. Yeah, well, well, Sam is dead. Sam Wallen is dead. But uh, Well, I'm talking know. about his daughter. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, Taz. <laughs> Hope I don't get you out of there. All right. That would, that would suck. That would suck to get called to the Walmart holler because of something you said on your freaking podcast. <laughs> Yo, I got in that video. <laughs> All right. On that note, we're going to get oh over to the Northeast. guys having me pulled over because I said something about their driver, Bubba Wallace. That would be a hilarious. <laughs> all right, all right. <laughs> Let's get to the northeast side of highlight reels because I do have one. I have one, finally. It's been a while. So, Unichrome Speedway, another <laughs> weekly point racing for them at, before their championship night. And we have the 30-lap Sunoka Modify feature event taking the green right. Now, as Ricky Davis and A.J. Slidewitz, Alan Johnson, lead them all to green, Darren Smith and Rocky Warner right behind them. Charging in the turns, one and two, three wide for a second. Darren Smith on the bottom, Rocky Warner on the outside. They get by Ricky Davis as early on as A.J. Slidewitz. Alan Johnson leading him in the turns, three and four. Rocky Warner going to storm way up on the outside. He'll take over position number two as we complete lap number one. Darren Smith holding on for third. Move forward to eight laps complete. Darren Smith trying to work around the 14J of A.J. Sideways, Allen Johnson. This is a battle for position number two as Rocky Warner is out way ahead of, of the top of the track here. Jessica Friesen to the inside. She takes over third. And Matt Shepard's knocking on the door from position number five. Rocky Warner gets caught up on the high side, so he'll move back to fifth all of a sudden now. Shepard up to fourth. Jessica Friesen to third. A.J. and Darren Smith, the top two. A.J. on the outside. Darren down low off corner number four. A.J. sideways with the lead. And Jessica Friesen to the inside of Darren Smith. Now as we move forward to 12 laps complete, Rocky Warner now moves into position number two, working around lap traffic. Jessica Friesen now into third. Matt Shepard's going to follow right behind her. going to try to pick around a lap car. But Rocky Warner going to... Hit the rear bumper of the 14J of Alan Johnson and let him know he's there to the inside for the race lead of one and two. Rocky Warner can't quite make it stick as we have 13 laps into the 30-lap feature. Alan Johnson holding on with Rocky Warner for second. 
Moving forward to 14 laps complete. Here's Rocky Warner to the inside. Contact with AJ Slideway. Shut the door. New race leader in the turn number three. The flying squirrel, Rocky Warner. Oh, shut the door this time. Slide job off corner number four. And Rocky Warner is officially your new race leader with 15 in the books. Alan Johnson going to peek to the inside of him. But here's Jessica Friesen putting her nose into the into this as well. She gets up to second. Now going to knock on the bottom of Rocky Warner. And she gets into the inside. 16 laps complete in turn three and four. Looking to complete lap number 17. Jessica Friesen, your new race leader, as they come off turn number four. Rocky Warner back to position number two while Matt Shepard sits there for third. Move ahead to nine laps to go. They're coming down to the line with eight to go this time. Side by side, Rocky Warner in the outside. Jessica Friesen tried to shut the door, but Rocky's right there. Rocky on the outside and turns one and two, looking for the lead back. Jessica Friesen trying to hold her own off the corner, side by side. Drag race on the back straight away. Rocky Warner on the outside, Friesen down low. Jessica Friesen trying to pick up win number two in the season. Rocky Warner pick, trying to pick up another win. But Rocky sails on by off turn number four, and he picks up the race lead back. Off turn number four, it's now looking like the 44 Stuart Friesen to the outside. Four wide. Stuart Friesen up to second. Matt Shepard is going to try to get to third, moving Jessica Friesen back to fourth as they are all getting around a lap car. And Rocky Warner is going to come around turn number four to take the white flag. And final time, Rocky Warner picks up the win over Stuart Friesen, Matt Shepard, and Jessica Friesen, the top four. Moving on over at Utica Rome. With the remaining of that schedule, of the season schedule, Friday, September 3rd is championship night for for the modified Creek 602 Sportsman, Limited Sportsman, Pro Stocks, and the four cylinders. Sunday, September 5th will be the Brodo Fuel Group and Fusil Autoplex of Nelson present the New Yorker 12,000 to win Sunoco Modify 100 lap feature plus a Patreon Sprint 360 Sprint Tour. $3,000 to the winner of that one, plus the Worthington Industries Creed 602 Sportsman 30-lap, $2,000 to win feature, and the Next Generation Graphics Pro Stocks 25-lap feature for $1,000 to win. And then Tuesday, October 5th, is the final race for Utica Rome, the Modern Day Outlaw 50 Sunoco Modify with Sale Panel 50-lap feature, $10,000 to the winner. Patriots 360 Sprint Tour comes back with a $5,000 to win. Cold Cup, that is right. The Cold Cup is back at Utica Rome. $5,000 to the winner and $1,500 to win. Worthington Industries Creek 602 Sportsman's on hand as well. Bonda is off for a little while till the weekend of September 16th through the 18th for the Bonda 200. And we move on over quickly to the Mower Tire Group for the round three of the Fast Forward Series presented by TNT Motorsports Network. Unfortunately, the novice class did not run as both of the drivers were under the weather. So their third round, uh, their third race for the Fast Forward Series will be on September 18th. So they'll have a doubleheader. Uh, September 18th, anyway, was was a night of features where all classes are doing two features for that night. But the novice class, both their features will be going towards the Fast Forward Series races. Uh, so this past Saturday, round three, Aaron Rakowski picks up his sixth win in a row, three for three in the Fast Forward Series. 
Tanner Bean second, Ava Rakowski third. In the more modified, Scott Sitterly picks up his first win of the season and in the fast-forward series. The Steag in second, Larry Breckenridge Jr. in third, and Jamie West rounded out the field. And with that, we get to the quick uh, points update. Tiersa and JL, one and two, 320 versus 305. In the regular season points, Aaron Rakowski increases his point lead to 391 points over Tanner Bean with 374 and Ava Rakowski in third with 358. While in the lower modified, the Steve has a 25-point lead over Larry Breckenridge Jr. Harry Bull sits in second with 140. Scott Sitterly with his win propelled himself into the top five of the point standings. And when we go into our next race of September 18th, which is the final fast-forward series race, Tirza and JL, of course, doubleheader for them. 14 points separate those two. So we'll see how the final two races handle out and who comes out champion for the series. In the Adult Predator Series or division, Aaron Rakowski has to at least take the green flag for the final race of the series to clinch the championship there. Tanner Beans behind him in second with 47 points. Ava Rakowski close, closely behind him in third with 41 points, while James Carroll and Terry Carroll have 30 and 26 points, respectively, rounding out the top five. In the Mower Modified, it's a winner-take-all series finale as Larry Breckenridge Jr. has a one-point lead over the Steag. That's right. Larry Breckenridge Jr. is the current series point leader with 38 points. The Steag is in second with 37. In third is Scott Sitterly with 35 points, three points behind the leader. Draven Farnham in fourth, eight points out, point leader. So we have four drivers in contention to win the championship, but three of them are basically right there in a basically whoever finishes ahead of who is going to be the champion as close as we have that battle going on. So the top three in the series points have won a fast-forward series race each. And in the New York Champ Kart Series, we have uh, we had round two at Dodge City Speedway. Mike Allery going two for two, along with in the senior division, while Sophie Gervenzeit, uh also went two for two on Friday night as well. Then for next race for the series will be September 11th at Paradise Speedway. And round number four, the series finale, will be at Champion Speedway on September 25th. And that'll pretty much wrap it up for the Northeast Report as we get ready to talk about this weekend's racing action. All right, well, we are heading to, uh, where are we heading to? We're heading to what, Darlington, right? We're heading to Darlington, and I believe all three series are in action. That is correct. So the Xfinity Series, the only series racing Saturday at 3.30 p.m. on NBC Sports Network. That is not a playoff race for them. Sunday, September 5th, the Truck Series will have their second playoff race, and they'll be at 1.30 p.m. Eastern on Fox Sports 1. The NASCAR Cup Series opens their playoffs at 6 p.m. Eastern on Sunday, 
for the Cookout Southern 500 on NBC Sports Network. All right, so let's start the truck series. Let's start the truck series. Pat, who do you got in the truck series? Uh, Chris is Chris is, will be back joining us in a couple of minutes. Um, I'm interested to see who you got in the truck series, and uh, <clears throat> then we'll see if Miss Lee's got a pick. Oh, before we do picks, how are we doing in points? I have not updated points, but I do know I did get a correct pick this week. And that puts me in the lead for correct guesses with 10. I'm the first one to hit double digits for correct guesses. But, of course, points matter more. And uh, correct guesses only help in the tiebreaker if that happens. Exactly. So where is everybody at with correct guesses? We obviously know you're in 10. You got 10. I I lead with 10. Craig, you're behind me by one with nine. Then it's Mrs. Lee with five. Oh, predictions. Then Chris with three, and Jason only has a lone duck. Well, hmm. Chris only has Better three correct guesses all year. Yeah, I know. That's Shockingly, Shockingly that's, yeah. That's, that's odd. But I'll take it, but that's odd. Lee says John Hunter Nemechek. For the truck series, I'm going to ride. Oh, boy. Endfinger looks like a good pick. Uh, I'm going out on a. I'm not really going out on a limb. I'm sticking Toyota, not KBM, Thor Sport. And I'm riding the road. That's right. Ben Rhodes is my pick. Interesting. Interesting. All right. Well, in the truck series, I'm going to go with, uh, oh, good God. Uh, I'm going to go with Endfinger. I'm going to go with Endfinger. Grant we'll see Anthony. if I'm. We're gonna see if I'm right. And we're at Darlington. Yeah, we're at Darlington. Yeah, that's a that's a good pick because if anybody can wheel it at Darlington, uh, you know, unfortunately, Enfinger is not going to be in any playoff contention or anything like that because he's not racing full season. Uh, but uh, definitely a strong strong pick there, and it seems to be that y'all are all up in some Thor sport right now. Uh, but, uh, you know, I think the hot new kid on the block is is the Smith boy. And, uh, and I, you know, Zane Smith has been unbelievable. Like, I would have never expected this kid to kick it in so quick. Uh, but, uh, you know, it's uh, Darlington's it's its own racetrack. It's probably different than any other racetrack that they race at. Uh, so it's really a tough pick of whether or not do you stick within the uh, the reins of John Hunter Nemechek, which I believe is probably the favorite bookie-wise near, near every week. But I, I like what Zane Smith's doing, and I, I'm going to make my pick with, uh, with, with the young driver. 
and Austin Hill, man, you can't you can't sleep on him either. But uh, no, you but can't. I, I'm sticking with Zane. I'm sticking with Zane Smith, man. Says a lot. Smith. All right. We'll move over to Xfinity. Don't forget, we have the fan question, and Artie wants to come on. Yeah, Artie wants to come on. Yeah. That was All my right, fault. So, I, I had an important, I had an important phone call. She, it was child related, so I had to take it. All right, so we'll get her picks in quick. Xfinity. I'm. I went first in the trucks, so I guess if we if we're gonna let me go first again, I'll put it out there. Put me on the, put me on the cinder train. I'm going Austin Cinder. I love that. You're going Austin Cedric. I'm gonna I I'm gonna take the dinger again. Um and then Art I guess Art is coming on for a quick visit. So you got the dinger and uh you know, I mean the hottest guy in Xfinity racing right now, there's no doubt AJ Allmendinger. Uh who's third in the group? Because I know it's three drivers that have seemed to have separated themselves in that in that point race. It's it's Almondinger, Algar, who's that third driver there? Is it Cindric? Yes. Okay, so it is Cindric. Right, so it's really one of those three. Uh, Justin showed patience this past weekend. Um, I think he's zoning in on another championship, possibly. Uh, I think he'll juice it up this weekend as well. Justin Algar is my pick in the Xfinity. All right, Chris is going Justin Allgaier, and I believe, all right, so this is at least driving the same train as I am, as Miss, so Austin Cindric is her pick. Cup Series, who is y'all's pick? Wow. So who's who is last? Like last should go first. The moment. Let me pull up the points because I did not. Up, I didn't update after this week yet. Yeah, I think Miss Lee. At the moment, but before heading into Daytona, Mrs. Lee was last in overall. Oh. Yeah, we won Cup though. Cup side. In the Cup side, it's still Mrs. Lee. Okay, so Miss Lee will send her pick in. Who's 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 second, Craig? Next up from her is Jason. Then it's me. Oh, oh, Craig, Craig sitting beside me twice tonight. I've gotten it wrong. Man, oh, man, Craig's the only thing I don't like. Craig. Craig is at the leaderboard. Craig's on top in the Cup Series. Believe it or not. Ooh, you go, boy. <laughs> But the miracle never ceased to amaze me. Wow. All right, so uh, Taz, who's your pick? My pick. Ah, Mrs. Lee, you said it. Well, that's all right. She jinxed it, so you're probably going to have to get another one. No. (laughs) I got to do it. I'm so happy right now. Mrs. Lee and I are on the same page for two of the three series. So I, 
Denny Hamlin is my pick. Wow. Mm. Well, you know, they won a combined amount of 16 races last year. It's very funny because you guys should already know I said I was happy about about this and I was trying to give a <laughs> I was trying to give a sneak peek. There's no doubt in my mind, Darlington, I've got to go with Kevin Harvard, guys. He's going to he's going to add another Southern 500 to his resume and uh he's going to show that uh Stuart Haas Racing will compete in the uh the championship this year. So, I mean, I've got I'm riding high. But uh, I'm, I'm, com- I'm confident. I'm going for broke, man. I am going for broke. If he if he right. rides around in ninth like he did at the last Darlington, I'm gonna be I'm gonna be so upset because I know I know Kevin Harvick is capable of winning at Darlington. <clears throat> All right, that leaves Mr. Craig, Craig Moore. All right. Um, oh. I want to go with a total outsider, but then I'll just be wasting my pick and probably blow my money like, uh, you know, Denny Hamlin and, and Michael Jordan do with Bubba Wallace. Um, I was Bubba thinking Wallace to blow your money. No, God, no. Oh. Um, I was going to go with Matty B, but I want to pretty much go with a sure thing. And I want to kind of fire on what Chris said earlier in the opening topic with uh, with uh, when we were talking about and when we were doing the thing at 830. Uh, I want to go with Chase Elliott. I think Chase Elliott is going to be your winner at Darlington. Wow. Oh, oh yeah, I could I could see Matty D putting uh putting old hurting on Chase Elliott. Uh but I mean that's a good pick. I, I can't say it's not. So that's your cup picks. Wow. A couple of Hamlins, a Harvick and Elliot. Sounds like we've got our final four and uh we're zoning in on who we believe is gonna be there. Um Harvey's got a long way to go and I think Hamlin does too. Remember Hamlin was leading the points here three weeks ago. So uh you know. Not too much of a sleeper to think that Hamlin could be uh, in the Final Four come uh, uh, Phoenix at the end of the year. So uh, I believe we have a fan question. And uh, I think, uh, first of all, for this lady to even think about us right now uh, was just, uh, you know, I was flabbergasted. by the idea that uh, somebody would uh, think about uh, this show in a time where they were hurting so much. Um, so, uh, Miss Rebecca, as we give uh, our condolences and our thoughts and prayers uh, to your loss, then uh, we uh, we just, you know, we're so grateful to have you a part of this show. So her question this week was, uh, uh, let me get to it. So she, this is what she submitted to me. She said, so I was filling up my Jeep the other day, and it took forever to pump the 20 gallons to fill the tank. How is it that the pit crew can fill the same amount in about 10 seconds? What else do they do when a car comes into the pit? Uh, that was Miss Rebecca Sears. That is the fan question. Well, Miss Rebecca, 
Um, first of all, great question, as always. There's several things that uh, that drivers, uh, that the pit crew can do while they're in the pits other than fuel the car, of course, change the tires. They can uh, change the wedge in the car. Uh, they can do that using a tool that uh, is centerpiece on the back end of the C-bar, C-post. Uh, so that would be back behind the passenger seat. Um, but uh, there's also, uh, they can put on um, stickers on the front of the grill to add down force or add horsepower. You, the hotter the engine goes, the faster she goes. Uh, but if you get her too hot, there she blows. Uh, but um, So there's a lot of those things that go on on pit road. But it's very fascinating about the pit can because we can't, we can't necessarily answer that completely. There used to be a catch can man. And he would catch the fuel can uh, when it was done. But but these are these are cylinder jugs, and they they have a, a, an exhaust or an agitator. It's called something. Maybe it's just people that are smarter than me can tell you. But uh, they have something in those fuel tanks that allow it to push. Uh, Chocolate Myers is actually the guy to answer this question because he 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 did it for so long. Uh, but. Uh, it is a valve that's in this uh, can. Basically, when they open it up, it sends all of that fuel down into the tank. And the difference in that and what you would get at your local uh, uh, convenience store gas station is that you, you're pulling from a pump that's way down below, and it's uh, it's a short, it's a small hose, relatively small hose. Uh, so gravity has something to do with it. Uh, but basically, it all comes down to they, these are pressurized tanks, and the moment that that pressure is released, that fuel dumps very quickly down into the fuel cell. Now, they used to have an extra guy there that basically caught the extra gas to keep it from catching on fire. Uh, they no longer have that guy, uh, but I don't think that that really has any difference with how quickly the uh, the, uh, uh, the the fuel heads into the tank. So NASCAR uses a fuel can type known as a dump can to refuel its vehicles on pit road. The dump can is designed to release the fuel it holds into the vehicle within eight seconds. Each fuel can holds 11 gallons, so it takes two full cans to completely refuel a car. So that car has 22 gallons of fuel. And basically in under 15 seconds, it can get a full can of fuel. Now, they're, like I said, they are pressurized, and it's a valve that's released the moment that it's stuck into the uh, uh, female end of the of the race car, um, the uh, of the gas. Uh, so, uh, guys, can y'all help me out since I'm using female parts anatomies as uh, yeah, help me out here, guys. <laughs> Anybody? Hi. Help me. I'm I'm a little lost in this end. I'm not much of help. I'm sorry. All right. Well, you're fired. Uh, how to fuel a race car, your mechanic advice. Uh, we will we'll post that on air <laughs> pressure. Thank you. Um, but, yeah, so uh, we will post uh, – We'll post the, the article here that we have. NASCAR used a fuel can type known as dump can to refill its vehicles. Um, I know the crew member called the catch can. Make sure that the catch can is placed at the except for anything excess. Um, 
Yeah, so I, I really don't see. I also a quick note: uh, the F1, they do not, uh, they do not add fuel to pit stops uh, to keep safety. So uh, they're they're they have a no. They they do not refuel their cars. They have enough fuel in it to last the whole race, which is which is pretty interesting to know. Um, I guess NASCAR could do the same thing, but uh, I, would, I would be scared of, uh, of fires on that behalf. But uh, so uh, we have Artie here who's going to uh, come on and tell us real quick about some Southern Dirt Track report. We should have had him on directly behind Taz, but the producer unfortunately got a phone call, and I had to step away for a minute. So we're going to bring Artie on now and uh, let him tell us something about Southern Dirt and uh, what we missed on our weekly uh, section here that was supposed to be about 30 minutes ago. Everybody. Artie, how you doing? Go ahead, man. I'm uh, doing great. I'm doing great. As you know, the racing down here in the south, um, um, this happened this weekend. Um, Hurricane Ida destroyed a lot of plans. Um, Southern Raceway did get their race in on on um, Saturday, and um, that's pretty much it that ran. Greenville ran. Uh, Greenville was a little bit north, but I know they got a lot of rain there today from the hurricane. Um, about four or five tracks were affected by this um, hurricane, and um, directly, the, um, you know, uh, Baton Rouge, Raceway, Pike County, Jackson, that eye went um, straight through all three of those tracks. Um, I didn't hear a report of how the tracks are doing. Um, a lot of race car drivers down here at Baton Rouge Raceway uh, lost um, everything they own, they own with the flooding. Um, I have... Uh, Charlie Monastere, he's a he's a pure stock guy down at Baton Rouge, and he had a tree go through his car car hauler, and a and a, I'm pretty sure the the hauler is destroyed total, and not sure about his car. Um, but it's been um it's been a wild weather. I still haven't been home. I'm actually staying in Loxley right now, um, and not too sure what's going on at the home front. But I know my hometown of Slidell um, really got whipped um, this past weekend. Um, I'm going to w- run you all through real quick the short track Super Series Cajun region. Um, they were supposed to run at the Thunder Valley. Uh, Thunder Valley was rained out. Caleb Gillips- Dillard is still leading the points there with 634. Tommy Rasco is in second with 620. And in third place is Greg Dillard uh, uh, with 548 there. Um, the series was supposed to run there at the Thunder Valley. They rained out because of the storm. And hopefully they'll reschedule that race, and I'm going to try to make that next race that they have there. Um, Southern ran um, all their weekly classes there, and Greenville ran the uh, super late models um, over there at Greenville. Um, and that's pretty much it for the racing scene down here. Y'all keep everybody in y'all's prayers, thoughts and prayers. Uh, lots of prayers needed. A lot of people lost a lot of things down here in the south. And um, keep them people in your prayers and and. That's about it. That's going on down here. All right. I already appreciate it. Make sure y'all listen to the Southern Dirt Track Report. It'll be on Thursday night at 8 p.m. Eastern time. That's 7 p.m. Central time in our region. That is actually a 7 p.m. start time, guys. So uh, don't miss it. Already one of the hottest podcasts in the southeastern region. Already has that going on. Awesome show. Guest upon guest. Names upon names mentioned on the show. He's doing a great thing for the guys around the southeastern region over here in our area, neck of the woods. Oh, Taz, Craig, man, here comes that sad, sad tone, you know. It's uh, the end of the show, guys. Uh, 
want to thank you all for being a part of it and uh, thank you for being on uh uh marty um what else do we have here guys well as far as i know we do not have a guest for next week so hopefully we get a good two-hour show hope y'all and really enjoyed the facebook live uh roundtable discussion we will be back for that after the bristol race so the bristol race which is the round of 16 cutoff where we go from 16 drivers to 12 we'll see we'll come back monday uh monday september 20th during the 8 30 to 9 o'clock or 7 30 to 8 o'clock uh portion of the show depending on what region we're in and we'll do that again where we try to eliminate 12 to 8 drivers give our predictions our thoughts what we put together as a team and uh we'll we'll Hopefully we can get uh, Craig and Chris back to do a better audio session than what we did tonight. I know tonight was kind of the first time we did it. So we did, but according to our production manager, she says we did fine. We just got to work out a few kinks. So that's always a plus. We just go upward from here. That's right. Craig. We lose him. No, he's still here, so he must be on mute. Don't forget uh, Super B Speedway's racing this weekend. I believe this is the weekend for the uh, uh, $15,000 to win. Factory stock race, 75 laps. Uh, so uh, also the the big one, the, the, the 50000 is coming up pretty soon here as well. So uh, yep, this, action yep, this starts on... Thursday night practice. Friday night will be Crate Lake Models, thousand to win. B Mods, four hundred to win. Compacts, two fifty to win. Saturday will be Limited, uh, fifteen plus cars, six hundred to win. Street Stocks, five hundred to win. Crate Lake Models, a thousand to win, and uh, fifteen thousand dollars on the line for uh, for the factory stock cars. Probably the most money that they'll ever race for. That's right. That is right. As I just saw the payouts for them. Just posted yeah, by a big race. That's a pretty big race up there at Super B. Um, uh, hopefully I get up there this weekend. School Beans, let us know. Let us know if you do. All right, yeah, race fans. Do. Well, that is a, that's a wrap on uh for our show race chat live we'll be back next monday night as uh we talk about who won darlington and, and who they the... win at richmond and everything in between something we <laughs> did not hit on tonight guys uh that the uh the announcement basically under the table announcement that front row motorsports uh it will possibly cease operations at the end of the year uh, if a sale is completed to denny hamlin uh, I mean, to uh, 2311 Racing. So it looks like the Jordan Hamlin team is uh, looking to buy out Front Row Motorsports. They have two charters. Uh, so where we are creating new cup teams, we are losing older 
old cup team. Uh, the other thing we didn't more. go ahead. Mark. The other thing we didn't cut on uh, talk about is NASCAR is moving the numbers forward on the next That's gen so car gay. for next season. Oh my god! It is so stupid. It it's like so wiping ridiculous. before you shit. It makes no sense. Get number right where it's at. <laughs> Don't get me started. Don't get me started. Don't find designers right now. <laughs> I don't know if I like them more pushed to the back or, I mean, really, I, I, okay, so a dirt race. I mean, this is this is something, It's we could spend a whole show on that topic. Jesus Christ. Maybe we should open up with it next Monday. Just give me a week to stir on it some more. All right, well, yeah, we, we will have a pre-show next week. Right now. You don't want it. Yeah, I, I think we all think it's asinine. Yeah. I, I said it. I said how I feel. Why change something that's been this way forever? Like, I understand, Jim France, you're trying to make your mark in, in, in cup racing, and that's fine. You've done a lot of great changes. But messing with the fucking numbers? Jesus. Pardon my I'm friend. telling you, man, it's like wiping before you poop. It makes no sense. It just doesn't It's like taking sense. birth control after you're pregnant. <laughs> I don't think that's advice, and we're not advising it here. So, uh, no, I mean, <laughs> speaking of speaking of pregnancy, how is how is your little lady doing there, Mister Paz? Oh, <laughs> we're doing we're doing all right. Uh, I didn't ask how you were doing. I said, how is she doing? I said, I said, worse. <laughs> <laughs> Has she some, kicked you some, to the couch yet? Some some days are some days are good, some days aren't. But we just do what we can day by day, and that's how it works. That's Has awesome. the pickles and the ice cream kicked in yet? Uh no. No. Wait. Wait till she sends you to the store for the blizzard to go get them, and you get home yeah. and she don't want them no more. Yeah, because you took too long. Yeah, you're going to tell her you're going to eat these damn things. <laughs> Wait a minute. Do not, take, do not take relationship advice from people who are not married. That's, that's, <laughs> rule, num- <laughs> that's rule number one. And especially more. <laughs> we, don't go into, yeah, especially, we, we won't go into detail, but especially great no. more. <laughs> yeah, no, don't take relationship advice from me. Just try to be... You'll be single in a heartbeat. <laughs> but he's a damn good DJ. That's right. <laughs> as, a, as a matter of fact, we didn't play his his, uh, his his commercial tonight. But your commercial was did come in handy the other night on uh, on Southern Dirt Track Report. So you got a little free airplay there. Well, you know what? That's good because I've traveled to North Carolina, which means I've traveled back down south to do it again. Well, well, we're trying to get you booked down here. Are you still moving to Florida? Well, that's kind of up in the air. It may yeah, not be right maybe, away. It may be in the springtime. Maybe, maybe, maybe that's something. That's the one plan you might should stick to. Yeah, that, that could be. That could be. But that might be a springtime yeah. move. Yeah, it's definitely a lot prettier down here. Yeah. Yeah. So. All right, guys. All right. Well, we thank you for listening and uh, being a part of the show, uh, Miss Rebecca. Once again, our condolences to your family. Um, uh, Miss Lee, thank you, and uh, we're praying for you. Mr. CJ Sports, if you're listening to this podcast all the way through, man, you rock and roll, dude. You know, 
appreciate everything that you've done to keep this 110 where it is and uh, keeping these minutes about so we can have a good time out here on the radio. Uh, Taz Taylor, thanks, man. Craig, you're awesome, dude. We'll see y'all next week. All right, we'll see y'all next week. Where's the closing, Taz? Well, this has been Race Chat Live uh, with the 110 Nation Sports Network here on Blog Talk Radio. This is the Caution Flagger Radio, Chris Crane, the DJ Music Man, Craig Moore. I am the Tasmanian Double Flaggers, Taz Taylor, saying so long. Good night. We'll see you same time, same place, right here on Race Chat Live. Just a good old boy, never meaning no harm. Beats all you never saw, never been in trouble with the law since the day they were born. Straightening the curve, flattening the hill. Someday the mountain might get them, but they'll all never win. Making their way. Just a little bit more than the normal life. Just a good old boy. Wouldn't change if they could. Fighting the system like a two modern day Robin Hood. Good night, y'all. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper, a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver? I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.